0: Pack your bags and get ready for a different kind of Vegas experience with someone who knows Vegas inside and out. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi.
5: Welcome to Vegas. I don't know about you, but I could use a laugh. Let's talk with a great comedian. In a few moments, you will meet comedian and hypnotist Don Barnhart. Also here today is your Vegas insider, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com. Finally, America's first master sommelier, Eddie Osterlin.
4: I don't like the text because I'm dyslexic, and it's always trying to autocorrect and tell me what I'm thinking. I'm like, I already got a wife that does that. (laughs) You can't win that argument between your wife and Siri because one of them has facts and logic and the other one's a computer.
0: (laughs)
5: Don Barnhart. You've probably heard of Don. He's got some great shows. First of all, Don, you got a couple of clubs, right, that work around town. Kind of tell us where you're at.
6: Yeah, I've got two uh, residencies, actually, which is kind of silly and unheard of, but uh, I like, uh, you know, to keep busy. Jokester's Comedy Club at Alexis Park, and then we also have Delirious Comedy Club at the Downtown Grand Hotel and Casino. So,
5: One of the things I enjoy, and I think right now we're dying for it, is with all this... PC culture out there and stuff. The one thing you do is you kind of push the envelope a little bit. I I heard you compared as uh, a a cross between George Carlin and Jim Carrey, which is quite a compliment. But really, (laughs) I, I think Carlin would be going absolutely nuts right now, don't you?
6: I do. You know, it's again, good comedy pushes the edge without going over and that's kind of the difference between uh, what they say genius and uh... insanity or the razor's edge <laughs> so you know we we do i talk about covid we don't focus on that but it's it's just silly because you take your uh, for example you can wear your mask into a place but when you sit down you can take it off but if you stand up you put it back on so apparently covid doesn't affect uh, little people and my <laughs> genitalia you know um... You know, my butt's safe from COVID, but if I stand up, oh I'm in trouble.
5: Yeah, it just doesn't, it's not logical, and yet it seems to me like some of these people are kind of inventing this as they go, which is part of the problem. They don't seem to know how to deal with it, so we'll just come up with stuff.
6: Yeah, and that's a hard part. So for us as, as comedians, our job is to kind of, you know, shine a, flash, a flashlight into the in, into the underbelly of the world and kind of expose... You know what everybody's thinking and talking about. You know, and 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 to still make them laugh. You know, I don't I don't get too political. You know, we we have to acknowledge certain things, but then most people really are desperate to laugh right now, and and that's the beautiful part is to be able to provide some of that entertainment to them.
5: You know, I also saw, and you can go online and and visit this this whole Dry Bar comedy special. You do uh, the spinal disintegration of man. Ooh, mm-hmm. Yeah, and Dry Bar is. It's really good. I've seen some really good, and you, of course, are one of them, but there's some really good comics there. That's kind of grown out of nowhere, hasn't it?
6: Yeah, there was a need, uh, you know, everybody wants to laugh, but a lot of people, you know, you're at work, which you should be working, But or if you're with your family, you know, and and, uh, I do a lot of cruise ships as well, or I used to anyway, and the one thing I've always thought, well, if you can be clean, you can work the rest of your life. You know, uh, I'm not against dirty material, I always say dirty jokes like jalapenos. Nobody minds one or two jalapenos, but there's nobody that wants a jalapeno milkshake. (laughs) So with Dry Bar, they just provided clean stand-up comedy. So that way families could watch it. Your kids or grandma could be in the room. And so they had a tremendous amount of success. Uh, I think I was on season four. Uh, They've got over 4 million viewers, and, and people just... People just want to laugh. And so I'm not saying you can't be dirty. Carlin, he, you know, he, he kind of broke the mold. But the, but the whole point is it's got to be funny first. So, like, I do tours for the military overseas, and, and they ask us to keep it clean. And if you do TV, you've got to keep it clean within certain boundaries. So I've been very fortunate that uh, the fan base from Dry Bar, uh, they're coming out to see shows.
5: Don't you find, too, that... Working clean is actually more of a challenge, right? I mean, sometimes it almost seems too easy to just throw a dirty line and everybody laughs.
6: <laughs> yeah, and, you know, and the problem is people drop the, the, the dirty words and then it's every other word and so there's no punch to it. You know, and again, so I have to warn people, you know, when they come to my show, if they saw my dry bar special, that I am doing an adult show. So there will be, you know, some certain topics they might not have. Of seen on dry Bar, but I think most everybody is aware of that when they come into you know a nightclub in Vegas. It's twenty one and over. But like I said, I I, I try not to. Uh, what, what is Lucy? I love Lucy. You know the grape stomping where they just you know, and that's what you know. They are just uh, dirty word, dirty word, f word, f word. You know, and, and nobody <laughs> wants to see that. You know, and so that's where I think so many people get into trouble. You get a shock laugh, but then there's nothing after that. So. I was so fortunate to start at the Comedy Magic Club down on Hermosa Beach with Seinfeld and Leno and Gary Shanley and, and these guys, all George Wallace, uh, who remains a great friend today. And they're like, man, if you could keep it clean, you could work the rest of your life.
5: Yeah, and yet I look at your website and there's some reviews and I see Howard Stern, who everybody thinks is a potty mouth and all that. And he goes, <laughs> this guy's really funny. So I, I think that's kind of cool that you can, you can attract both sides of the comedy audience world.
6: Well, I'm I'm very blessed, I'll tell you that.
5: One thing, if people look up your website, by the way, tell them where your website is.
6: Sure. Uh Donbarnhart.com, B A R N H A R T. And you'll know more than you'll ever want to know about me. I, I'm kind of a social media uh, addict, so I get up there and I you know, I, I try and update. We have a our a company, Sin City Salsa. My wife and I make salsa, so we started a little company just to keep us busy during the shutdown um you know and, and, and there's there's all kinds of stuff video clips I do hypnotism uh a lot of charity work as well so if uh anyone's listening that for first responders and military we do a lot of work with the charities uh so we're always looking to to do shows to help those that serve out.
5: Yeah, your website shows what kind of guy you are cuz I'm looking at it and I'm going, this is there anything this guy doesn't do, you know? <laughs> now, I want to talk to you about the salsa. Windows.
6: I don't do windows. <laughs> <laughs>
5: well, I want to talk to you about the salsa cuz I saw that and it's funny would... you mentioned jalapenos. Sin City salsa, it I can't wait to try it cuz I'm reading it and you put some heat in that and that sounds like a lot of fun. How did you guys get into that?
6: Well, uh, it's funny because as a struggling artist when i started you know i'm 16 17 years old down in los angeles uh i worked in a lot of restaurants i was a busboy i cleaned the table i did everything i possibly could and so i i moved up to prep cook and uh working with a lot of the different latino chefs uh who dominate the restaurant industry in southern california i would wash all the vegetables i'm watching them make their salsa and i'm like man that's it's the pico de gallo it's just fresh salsa <laughs> And I just fell in love with it. So I always started making it at home for my, my my girlfriend at the time and then wife now. And she goes, well, if we tweak it a little bit here, do a little bit of that, we can even uh, adapt it a little bit more. So we always made it. We always had it at our parties and whatnot. And people go, this is great. Oh, make me some. So we'd make it for our friends. And all of a sudden we go, well, maybe we should start doing this on a, on a bigger basis. And when we came to Vegas, we noticed um, a lot of the Mexican restaurants here, they had a – tomatoes and onions but it never had that oh uh, that that flavor and and even though we have a spicy version we have uh mild medium hot and demon's ghost which will you know it's like two devils dancing on your tongue we uh it, there's still flavor underneath it's not something that's going to put a hole in your head uh but it definitely we wanted to keep that flavor
5: more with Don Barnhart, who is appearing regularly at the Jokesters Comedy Club and Delirious Comedy Club, both in Las Vegas. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, coast to coast on the Talk Media Network. Let's go to Vegas, baby. Let's
3: go tonight. Right Let's go to Vegas.
4: We'll stay up all night. The Let's go to Vegas. Let's get away.
0: If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. By wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call the Diabetic Health Hotline today and learn about the latest CGM technology. A CGM can immediately reduce pain. It's accurate, easy to use, and helps helps you make better diabetes treatment decisions. And if you have Medicare, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Plus, get free shipping and we'll bill your insurance company for you. Call now to receive your new continuous glucose monitor at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Paid for by US Medical Supply call 800-273-2295 that's 800-273-2295 again 800-273-2295 that's 800-273-2295 you hear mr
5: big every week on this show now mr big invites you to visit him online and save some money All his books are now on Kindle, and he's got a variety of books, fiction and nonfiction, including The Life and Times of Frank Balasteri, books on casino games, and much more. You can buy the Kindle and save even more money. Go to milwaukeemob.com. That's milwaukeemob.com. That's milwaukeemob.com.
3: Man, I had a rough night's sleep. Boy, I got a letter from the IRS yesterday and I I just couldn't sleep. Man, I'm dying here. Somebody help me. IRS problems affect more than just your finances. If you're ready to take back control of your life and you owe more than $10,000, you need to call the tax doctor. Their expert staff can immediately protect you from the IRS and state collectors and get you the best possible tax settlement guaranteed. The IRS has recently released new programs geared in helping struggling taxpayers where you may qualify to settle your tax debt and wipe out up to 85% or more of what you currently owe. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, call the tax doctor right now. See if you qualify to pay less.
0: Call 800-511-6983. That's 800-511-6983. Again, 800-511-6983. That's 800-511-6983. Welcome back to Vegas Never Sleeps
5: with Stephen Maggi. You are listening to Vegas Never Sleeps. We are talking to comedian, author, hypnotist, and salsa maker, Don Barnhart.
6: So we started making Sin City Salsa just during the the shutdown. Everything, online businesses just kind of took off. So if people like salsa, SinCitySalsa.com, that's our other site. Uh, And it's, I'll be sure to send you a jar, man. Now. I would Depending. love
5: that. You know, I think your, our our audience across the country so they, they don't have to make a trip to Vegas to get it. and They can get it any, I mean, You know, th- through the website, right?
6: Yeah, we ship it out uh, nationally. We don't we don't ship it out overseas yet. That's another hurdle that we're working on. But it's jarred, um, and you can, you can see it at CincinnatiSalsa dot and order it. And the more you order, the better the deal is because we want to. Now it is it is a little expensive. I'll be honest because it's fresh, organic, handcrafted salsa. So we make each batch by hand, um, and we make small amounts, but we make sure the vegetables are all organic and all fresh. And it's, it's delicious. It's low in sodium. That's the other thing. We wanted to make a healthy version. I use it on my salads. I don't use ranch dressing anymore. I'm, I just I dump my salsa on my salad, and I'm good to go. You no,
5: know, it's become like America's number one condiment now. People yeah. love it. And you want the good stuff, so it's worth it. So we'll, we'll, we'll remind people again that before we go. But another thing you do is write books. And it, it was to the point, Don, that I'm looking at this, I go, oh, come on. There's no way. So I actually went on to Amazon. <laughs> no, he's written all these books. Where do you get the time yeah. to do that and put, do stand-up and hypnotism and you name it?
6: Well, I I always found, uh, you know, growing up, I was kind of going down uh, some unproductive roads as a kid, and then I finally started getting into a little self-help and therapy, and and one of the things was just, uh, what's the old saying, you know, the devil has time for idle hands or something. (laughs) I I didn't have time to waste, and so I started uh, reading about hypnotism to rewrite my inner dialogue, and, and a lot of people keep picking the scab in life. We have problems. And basic therapy, they listen to you and they go, oh, yeah, that's terrible. How do you feel about that? With hypnosis and MLP and these other different techniques, it's a fast track to change that inner dialogue. We all have problems. But the trick is don't keep picking the scab. Find your point of success and focus on that. They say if you shoot for the stars and you come up short, at least you'll be further along than not shooting for anything at all. And so I try to keep myself so busy by finding other projects and things to jump into, and writing books was another one. Um, I've got a skill with comedy. I've been very fortunate, blessed, and successful with it. So I interviewed all my friends, George Wallace, agents, managers, bookers, other comedians about what it, you need to to do stand-up comedy, because I, I felt there were no books on that. There are books on tech, how to write a joke, but there were no really encompassing books about that. So that's how I came up with the first book. And then I did a few stories. Uh, and I know I'd always been a writer, so uh, just the other two you. books just came out of that.
5: Yeah, that's terrific. Well, the the book "Finding You're Funny," which kind of talks about that, that's really interesting because stand up is different. It, it's different than somebody that maybe can be a comic actor and so forth. I mean, there's, as you say, there's some skills you got to have guts. Let's say first of all to be a stand up <laughs> comic because it's not <laughs> easy to get up in front of people, and if they don't laugh. I can't imagine, but I would think it's like, oh, how do you go to the next joke?
6: Yeah, that's where most people get stuck because one joke leads to the other. So, you know, I I find so many people try and uh, write a whole chunk of material and go up there with a five-minute chunk. Well, if the first joke doesn't work, you're dead in the water. So start off with small jokes. Um, And I remember once when I was a young comic back in the 80s, um, I was working up here in Vegas, and Carlin – was working in the main room upstairs. It was a Catch a Rising Star. And we went to see him. He goes, oh, you guys are the comics? Oh, I'll try and get down and watch it one night. Yeah, sure, right? And <laughs> and sure enough, Carlin comes down watches us before his show. And he comes up after me and he goes, hey, man, you know that joke you do about the obese police? Uh, he goes, that's going to be a bit. I go, what are you talking about? He goes, "It's you've got a nugget of a joke. Just keep working that, and that will develop into a bit, which, as it turns out, he was so so amazingly... Uh, insightful. It's a seven-minute chunk of my act about stupidity and lawsuits and things. And and the joke is, if drunk people can sue a bar, then fat people should be able to sue an ice cream parlor. And that's all the joke was, and now it's a seven-minute chunk, and and Carlin had kind of guided me without even knowing it.
5: You are listening to comedian Dom Barnhart, who performs at the Jokesters Comedy Club and Delirious Comedy Club in Las Vegas. That's kind of fun how those things kind of take off, and I guess that's kind of the dream of all comics. I mean, you think of Jeff Foxworthy, that whole thing. You might be a redneck, and he made a whole right. career out of that. Or, or, you know, he's a talented guy. I don't mean it that way. But it, oh, it, it was course. a no, start no. that everybody knows.
6: Yeah, it's that it's one nugget that'll that'll push you over the edge into uh, perpetual motion. And so I've always thought as long as you keep moving, and I always use the term falling forward, people go, oh, so you? people give up. They, they fail once and they quit and failure to me is learning what not to do. Same thing with a joke. So if a joke doesn't work, rewrite it. Maybe cut the setup down. Maybe it's too wordy. Maybe you need to clarify or get the audience to see the world through your eyes and understand what it is you're talking about. So failure is actually a great thing to teach us and move forward. The same thing is is, is with all aspects of life. You know, we keep learning as we grow.
5: Well, you know, they always say you need a place to go where you can be bad and i guess that's part of it too i mean some jokes sound great in the in the in the brain right <laughs> sure. and they just don't come yeah. out
6: <laughs> oh man it is not a, a night that goes by i go man that sounded so much better in my head what was i thinking you know and that that's the fun part you go well it seemed funny when i wrote it <laughs> yeah. and i always like i was teaching stand up uh, i'm just i'm so busy right now but One of the things I always talk to my students about is if you think it's funny, it is. You just have to learn how to get the rest of the world to see it through your perspective
5: right, and that brings up another question. you've worked all over you started in Southern California, you know you do a lot in Vegas and so forth, kind of your home base now, how is the Vegas crowd versus other crowds? Uh, some people think it's tougher because you've got a lot of competition. on the other hand, at least before all this pandemic stuff, it used to put you in a pretty good mood when you landed. So uh, what do you think in terms of crowds?
6: Well, honestly, if you can play Vegas, you can play anywhere because it's, it's say you play San Diego. The crowds are all from San Diego or Houston. They're, they tend to be predominantly from that area where Vegas has some. You might have a person from Omaha, someone from New York, someone from Bangladesh in your audience. You know, So you have to play to everybody. And that's the hardest thing is to make sure your material works for everywhere. And that's how I kind of became a professional comic. I was, I was hosting. I got a job as the house MC at this club in Hermosa. And Leno said, Listen, if you want to be a comic, a real comic, you got to go on the, on the road and it's the you old know, play, does it play in Peoria? Mm-hmm. He said, You got to go on the road and see if your material works everywhere. And ironically, the next day I quit my job and I started doing stand up full time. This was back in 1987, you know. Um, and and that's what it was. You've got and so Vegas crowds. You get a little bit of everything here. And if it works here, you then then it's going to kill pretty much anywhere.
5: We'll be back in a moment with Dom Barnhart, who performs at the Jokester Comedy Club and Delirious Comedy Club in Las Vegas. Time now for your Vegas Insider, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com. 2021 promises a lot of changes for Vegas, including some familiar faces
1: leaving town. I'm Bobby Brooks Wilson, and you're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi.
3: return to vegas never
5: sleeps with Stephen magic you are listening to comedian dom barnhart who performs at the jokesters comedy club and delirious comedy club in las vegas it's really fascinating and you, you've done this for such a long period of time I guess there's always that challenge to keep the act fresh, right? Come up with new stuff. Is that something you're constantly writing? I mean, how much does the the writing part come in before you even take it out to try it out?
6: Well, for myself, I find that uh, I have to go experience life. So I'm always trying new things because that's the fun part of life, to talk about stuff and, and to keep material fresh. Now, it's funny with the pandemic, everyone had been shut down seven, eight months. You know, we're all on this weird sabbatical. So getting back on stage the first couple of nights, every comic that I've talked to, like, oh, my gosh, I can't remember my act. I remember the idea. I got a joke about LASIK surgery. How do I get there? Oh, my gosh. So we all started going back and listening to our old tapes and, and, and trying to get the highlights of our show along with new material. The new material is easy. It's the old material I couldn't remember because I had to go, I was watching old videotapes from Evening at the Improv, you know, yeah. And, oh, right. there's a great joke and oh, that and most jokes if you write a good joke it'll last forever. You could maybe update it, uh maybe the politicians are different. Um but you can still always update those. Bob Hope was a great example that he just he would just do the same kind of premises over and over and over again and, and of course, he had you know the, the greatest writers in comedy writing for him, so that right. always helps.
5: You know, that's a good question as I think of it. Do you watch other comedians? I mean, you, you mentioned Lena was uh, helpful. You, you have some as friends like George Wallace and so forth. But I mean, do you try to watch people you like? Are you looking for not just the joke? It's not a matter of trying to take the joke, but rather just the approach and maybe something you see different that you haven't seen before that you like.
6: Oh, a hundred percent. You know, I find it interesting where some comics go, I don't watch any comics. I don't want to be influenced, but we're all watching. I look at it like a professional athlete. If you're watching some guy break a record that pushes you and inspires you to be better than you were before. So it's not that I watch another comic for material or things like that, but, but their approach has, has, has things, has, has the world changed. Like when Seinfeld was, in the eighties hey, you ever notice dogs and cats are different? What's up with that? You know, yeah, so the style of comedy has changed there's a lot more storytelling involved there's still joke jokes um and there's still basic underlying principles, but I always watch uh the best of the best to be inspired and and honestly, I watch the worst of the worst to to see where they failed, and I use that to point out, oh okay, well, this was too long of a setup or or this ooh, he went dirty early, or he lost the crowd because he didn't set it up right so i think we can constantly learn and and be influenced by those that are out there uh, breaking new ground so to speak
4: i love the technology that we have nowadays we're going to be able to live as long as we want to (laughs) like i got laser surgery so i don't have to wear glasses every game but i didn't have the money so i did their in-house finance option turns out it's twenty nine percent interest rate freaked me out then i realized i don't have to pay it's not a car they can't just repossess (laughs) Some guy to show, hey, you didn't pay your eye surgery. I should have seen that coming. My dad hates saying, I got my dad a digital camera. He won't plug it into the computer because he thinks he's going to get a virus. What the hell are you taking a picture of? Kids, we have a cat? My wife took a picture of the cat on the cell phone, sent it to me when I was on the road. Great concept, wrong picture.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's great, not everybody got the joke yet. That's what I was. it was a metaphor. Uh, what was it for? <laughs> Out a lot. We go to Sacramento, California. We go to Old Sacramento, a little historical neighborhood. We stop at this Bangkok teahouse. I go to Tex. It comes back. I got teabagged by an old sack in Bangkok.
5: That
4: was not what I was trying to post. I got a lot of likes on my Facebook page. I love Uber, man. You can all kinds of stuff, it they have Uber Eats, so they will go out and get your food for you. I was at McDonald's the other day, they have a fast pass track lane for Uber drivers to pick up McDonald's at their delivery. Okay, if you're in your hotel or McDonald's, you need to get out and f-ing walk, all right?
0: Because
4: you're about to have a heart attack. McNuggets, more, mm. bring me sauce. Wife likes to take care of her latest stuff and get things taken care of and done. I appreciate that. The other day, driving down, she saw a 50% off sign for the Brazilian. She goes, drop me off, pick me up. I dropped her off. There's another sign for a boy Zealand She goes, you should try that. I go, I don't think so. <laughs> a boy Zealand You know what that means, right? Yeah. Guys can get their stuff taken care of. Then I saw a sign for Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I guess that's where an MMA fighter tackles you and then waxes your taint.
5: We'll be back in a moment with Don Barnhart, who performs at the Jokester Comedy Club and Delirious Comedy Club in Las Vegas. You can learn more about him at DonBarnhart.com. Time now for Wine World, featuring America's first master sommelier, Eddie Austerlund. And as you know, Eddie loves to pair foods with great wine. Today, one of Eddie's favorites.
1: German Riesling. A lot of people think those are sweet. Yes, they make great sweet wines, but they also make bone-dry, really crisp, great food wines that you need to try. You need to bond with a somm or a, a wine shop that sells... You know, the, the the grossest Quebec, they call them GGs, which means kind of great growth. But it's the world-class stuff. And you're talking $38 a bottle and up. Um, and Rieslings have such racy acidity and nice fruitiness that they go well, especially with spicy foods, with uh, Thai foods, Um Whereas you get a spiciness in the food and you have an offset sweetness that has also acidity. So the acidity cuts through the richness of the dish, but the sweetness tempers the heat from the dish. That's when you're putting food and wine together that people kind of go, wow, this combination is marvelous. Um, You know, I like uh, smoked trout. With Rieslings, if I was going to serve two different kinds of Rieslings and impress people, I might get a Riesling from Alsace, France, and compare it to a Riesling from Germany. The ones from France are fuller-bodied, and they're different, and most people have never had them. So they're walking away from your house going, wow, I never knew Riesling could be so interesting with food. And I tried an Alsace Riesling that was incredible, you know. And then, of course, you know, you you can try the sweet Rieslings, which um, work very well with anything from foie gras or, again, things that are spicy. Eddie O will be back next week with more tips on power entertaining and more
5: ways to enjoy the wonderful world of wine. When you visit Las Vegas, you're always looking for fun things to do, and I think one thing you've got to put on your list is the Neon Museum. It's fantastic. What a way to learn the history of Las Vegas, but by the signs that go back all the way to the 1930s. Go to neonmuseum.org. That's neonmuseum.org. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, coast to coast on the Talk Media Network.
3: your free author's guide to publishing don't wait another day take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print you've already written a book so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to dorn's
0: publishing and get your free guide to publishing call right now call 800-923-8625 that's 800-923-8625 800-923-8625 travel it's that easy so call now and start packing call right now 800-267-1806 800-267-1806 800-267-1806 that's 800-267-1806 You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi.
5: Welcome back to Vegas Never Sleeps. You are listening to comedian Don Barnhart, who performs at the Jokester Comedy Club and the Delirious Comedy Club, both in Las Vegas. Well, finally, I want to talk about your comedy hypnosis show because I know there are some people, believe it or not, Don, that are kind of afraid like, oh, what's he going to pull? How do you do that? Because I know the, the hypnosis is real, right? So kind of it, tell us how you truly, mix those two.
6: Well, that's the interesting part. Uh, it, it comes down to trust. Um, let me backtrack. It is so real. Hypnosis is so real that on certain military bases, I'm not allowed to do hypnosis because of security clearances that I have to sign a waiver and release forms uh, at certain bases that don't have uh, high-tech weaponry, I'm able to do hypnosis. Hypnosis is, I, I say we use it in basic training. We break you down, and then we build you back up. So in a comedy hypnosis show, people want to volunteer an experience They want to let loose. So we do have people that are really enthusiastic, and they're people that are holding back. And they usually have to dismiss those people because – they're not ready to go. But I always try to reassure people you're never 100% out of control. I'll never cross your moral boundaries. I'm here to help you. I'm here to teach you a technique you can use later to improve your golf game, to quit smoking, to, to achieve your goals, uh, to break bad habits. So I keep it relatively safe and fun. Now, there are dirty hypnotists out there, and they do a great job at that. And I've done an adult show as well. It's just not my forte. And so um, once you see one of the dirty shows, you go, wow, I'm not getting on stage. I don't want to do that. But then there are people that go, I really want to get on stage and do something stupid.
5: (laughs) Yeah, I I know those people. I've been out with them. Let me ask you, is there. Most of my friends. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Well, I mean, and and that leads to that question. Is there a type that you look for? Not necessarily somebody. I I don't mean like they look dumb or anything like that, but rather just somebody that seemed like they're open to it more than others.
6: Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't pick people out. I let them volunteer, and then I'll I'll dismiss people that just aren't ready to go. And sometimes people get coerced to go up there with their friends, or sometimes people will, will jump up there to get their friend to go up. Then they'll they'll go they'll look at me and go uh ah, and I can see in their eyes they're not going to participate. So yes, you have to be open to it. In fact, there's a uh, download of my personal power CD that I put up online at, at my website as well. Uh, to help people and you can download it for free because I I want people to experience that because hypnosis changed my life to be able to live my dreams, pursue my goals and, 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 and be a healthy, happy individual. Uh, And so I put that up for, as a free download at my website, donbarnhart.com because I want people to, to really experience, wow, you can change your life. You can use some of these techniques and tools to improve yourself and to, to not get focused on the negative and be drawn down by just bad habits and low self-esteem, etc.
5: No, it sounds terrific. You should really go to his website, DonBarnhart.com. Uh, he's got more there than you can imagine, and you, you'll, you'll get <laughs> something out of it. Uh, let's also tell them about the salsa again, if they want to get that great salsa, and we're always on the lookout for that. I mean, when, once you get used to that kind of thing, it's like barbecue sauces. You're always looking for that next great sauce. So.
6: Right, right. Well, there's Sin City Salsa, Uh we have immorally mild, maliciously medium, hellaciously hot, and demons' Ghost for people that really want to push the, uh, the edge of safety on their tongue.
5: <laughs> it sounds like fun. That's a good, what a way to go, you know. And if worst comes to worst, you just kind of knock it down a notch. No big deal. Don Barnhart, thank you so much, and folks, you can see him. Uh, and, and we're coming into Vegas. Where do we see you one more time?
6: at Delirious Comedy Club or Jokester's Las Vegas, uh, and you will know more information. And if I'm not there, I've got great headliners that we all rotate around, so you're always going to see a great show.
5: That's fantastic. Thanks, Don. Hope to have you on again.
6: My pleasure. Thank you.
5: Here's a great way
3: to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping.
0: 800-622-8802. 800-622-8802. 8802 That's 800-622-8802.
3: It's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home
0: Security Hotline. 800 200 6543. 800 200 6543. 800 200 6543. That's 800-265-43.
5: Let's face it, your Vegas insider, Scott Robin, knows more about what's happening around town than anybody. And that means he also knows when some of the news is really dumb. You know, one thing you have on Vital Vegas that we all love are the lists. You always have lists from time to time. One of my favorites are the dumb lists. You had the 21 dumbest things from the last year and stuff. And I went through those, as I always do, and picked out a few that I wanted to, to talk about. One of the things I notice in this list is there's this desire in Las Vegas to proclaim things that you know aren't going to happen, right? And you had a couple in here, so let's talk about that. The Moon Resort, and for that matter, that dreaded train that's going from uh, L.A. to Las Vegas in 30 minutes, you know, that you you can skip the plane. Uh, I've been hearing about that for uh, really as long as I've been going to Las Vegas. What is it? (laughs) Is is it wishful thinking? Hitting a big one? What is it?
2: Hmm. Well, it's funny you should mention this article because Vegas is wonderful uh i think it's the there's a lot of dumb stuff too and i think uh these are great examples of dumb stuff the the moon resort was one that's i think been floated every 10 years for at least 30 years some ungodly amount of money like six billion dollars to build a a moon shaped resort it's just so dumb there's literally no indication they have any financing for it that it's ever going to happen but they they roll out these renderings and every news outlet reports it like it's coming, and then it just kind of, everybody just forgets. Well, I, I'm i not a forgetter. If there's something stupid, I'm gonna put it on the blog for posterity. Uh, the train now is a little more complex because while I think it's dumb and that it will not happen, I've been talking to people who actually think there's hope that this train from Southern California to Las Vegas could Somehow, magically, mystically appear. Um, And as you said, this has been, I've heard people say they've been talking about it for, again, 30 or 40 years, which is astonishing. There's new parties involved. They are highly optimistic. They think the government's going to give them a big chunk of change. I'm doubtful about that. But uh, as you dig into the specifics of the train, it sounds like I'm going to give it a 1% chance. I still think it's dumb. Uh, but there's there's no shortage of things for the for the dumb Vegas list. Trust me.
5: Thanks, Scott. Make sure to visit Scott's site, vitalvegas.com, for the latest on Vegas happenings. It's a must-read. vitalvegas.com. Thanks for listening today. This is Stephen Manchie reminding you, Vegas never sleeps.
4: Oh, Vegas, here we go!
3: Are you being audited and do you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes? Is the IRS threatening to take more of your money? Don't fight the IRS alone. The tax doctor is here to help you negotiate a lower tax bill. The IRS can freeze your assets and seize your bank accounts, but you can stop these IRS actions. The tax doctor will fight for you using industry secrets that can stop any IRS actions eliminate penalties and interest and reduce your past tax bill so you pay the irs less if you owe ten thousand dollars or more in back taxes call the tax doctor now for a free irs audit emergency review
0: call 800-515-4956 that's 800-515-4956 again 800-515-4956 that's 800-515-4956